Well, good morning. This is Pete from the Petten Podcast. I hope everyone's having a wonderful Monday. We're just waiting for Cyclone Kimmy to come down. We've uh, just heard that she might cross closer to Cardwell than further north. But I've just finished reading a quite, a, quite an amazing book. Now, one of the great things about people who've created success is, and this is, I'm talking about John Buchanan, I might have spoke about him last week. They have simple philosophies. They have a simple overall plan that while it's in detail in what they want to achieve, it's also simplistic as to how they want to achieve it. And I was looking over my Northern Life plan, which is my online personal development business plan, and I thought, how can I make it simplified? Because in my life, we've got three parts, four, five sub-companies, I call them. Well, they're major parts, but they're five companies. And there's always... I went through everything and I thought, well, what does each company stand for? And they all have a similar message, but they're in more, more in detail than anything else. And I thought, well, I want something that keeps me present, but allows me to still grow and still have a firm look on what direction we're going. So at the end of this book of John Buchanan's If Better Is Possible, uh, Roy, or as we all know him, um, um, one of the cricketers, <laughs> um, he has actually uh, come up with his own plan and handed it to John Buchanan just before uh, he went out, when he was injured and he wanted to have something simple. Now apparently Roy... Um, which is Andrew Simons, was never one to put pen to paper. Uh, If he was to write a signature, that was about all he would do. But I looked at this plan right at the end of the book and I thought, what a simple way to keep you in the present. So I've adapted the plan so that it keeps me in the present. See, one of the things we do in personal development, we do a lot of reading, we do a lot of study, and we try and apply what we learn into becoming a better, well-structured person or pushing past the boundaries. What I've learned over reading all of these other different books about these professionals, Stephen Moore, Adam Gilchrist, um, Shane Warne, Ricky Ponning, there is a rather interesting deliberate plan each one of them has for themselves so they're accountable to the team so i decided to write my own plan if it was good enough for these professionals who've who've made outstanding results they're good enough to follow now even though with personal development it's quite an amazing subject because it, it talks about exactly the same thing but probably not in as a direct form well that's the way i see it anyway so I decided that I would just look, pull apart the 10-point plan and some of these points are already in this book. Uh, and I, I urge anyone who's looking to understand how to take, take a, a business from point A to point B and all the different things you need to change and look at, this is a really smartly written book. It's easy to understand. In short form, in chapter short form, that you can really look at it and try and work out how it fits in with your business and your life. Anyway, so I decided to make my own 10 plan.
And it started with keep your mind clear, which is one of the reasons Shane Warne and Gwen McGrath were some of the greatest cricketers the world has ever seen. It didn't matter what turmoil was happening, they kept their mind clear and on the job. And I thought that is so detrimental to me because I'm easy to drift off into the other four companies uh, when things just don't go to plan. So consequently, we've put on four people to manage that part. So keep your mind clear. Um, keep your actions and your thoughts simple. Now, one of the things um, I think as a CEO and a business owner that really gets you rattled sometimes, you're so busy trying to plan for the future. You, you put so many scenarios in your head that you actually get bogged. And I caught myself very much this morning in the same process. We've got the opportunity to expand one of our Handy Hay franchise businesses. And I came up with a dozen scenarios and I literally stopped and thought, no, well, this is not simple and this is not clear. So which is the one that you can buy that you can walk straight into and adapt and be earning money within a very short period of time? And it happened to be this one up near Walkerman. So I just removed the rest of the problems out. So I just removed them out and put them in a file. This is the one we're going to work on this quarter, which has basically been working on for the last two quarters. But a decision has to be made. So keep your thinking and your thoughts clear. The other thing which is probably more relevant to my personal development business is keep your messages, communicate a clear message. So if I look at what personal development has done for me, it's given me the ability to step forward and become confident. So confident is, confidence is what I really needed. Now I couldn't speak to people, I didn't really like confronting different issues, where now I don't, it, it's still, not probably my favourite sport, but it allows me to step forward and just own my own words and own me. So if you're trying to sell a personal development program or a home business in this arena, we tend to look at, this is what the business will give you. It gives you this amount of money. It can, it's flexible hours. It, uh, it allows you to work from anywhere. And all these are so true. But the real reason I bought it and the real reason my own, my own organisation has expanded is that I've created a confidence in my decision making and my messages and, and in my, my goal of what I want to do. And then, you know, I looked at the different ways that I've created confidence. You know, I was able to give up smoking. I just decided to stop smoking and I haven't had one Good, good 13, 14 years and don't even think about it anymore. You know, I've been able to build four companies in 12 years that are very successful. This Northern Life is the one that I want to work on this year to bring it to the next opportunity. And I look back and thought, why were they so easy and this one was so difficult? This one was so difficult because you have to be authentically you. You have to believe in what your message is. And I think sometimes you can get caught up in the online flexible hours, earn good money, stay at home, no boss, no, 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 rah, rah, rah. And it doesn't mean enough. 
So one of my things for this year is to have that clear message in my communication to my team and my advertising. The fourth one is um, show no fear in your decisions. When you decide something, whether it's qualifying for my team or whether you're making a decision on, on a product or an implement or something that you know can help you move forward and become better, own that decision. Don't apologise for it. If it's wrong, you will soon see. And we, we, I'll give you a great example. We bought an item to go with, the, uh, with our Handy Hay franchise. And on the cuff, it looked like a good idea to have an extra machine on hand, but then that meant an extra two people. So it, not only did we have to pay an extra couple hundred thousand for the machine, we then had to pay an extra basically 70,000 worth of wages. Whereas I listened to what everyone else said about, you know, if you have three machines attached to one and one of them breaks, well, you've got three machines out of action and totally get that. But when I decided to make the change and convert, put the rake on the front and the baler and swap over to small bales that were compacted, the results were outstanding. And still today, people come back to me and say, oh, look, this is what will happen. And that hasn't happened in two years. So make sure that you own your decisions. Now, if they fail, like in the case of buying another plant and another machine, what it meant was that we just sold them. But it's the same as when you're, especially this is probably going to my guys in the personal development home business industry. When you're looking for the right person to join our business, you're looking in a way for a business partner. You're looking for someone who has got the, the tenacity to want to be in business. Now, not everyone does. Everyone loves the idea of being in business. They can work for themselves. They haven't got a boss. But you've got to make it work. And that business has to pay you. So the business should be paying you a wage and paying the cost of everything that you do. Now, in this case, this business must pay me $7,000 a month. Half of it goes to running it, and the other half goes to me. That's the bare minimum. If it can't pay me that, well, I probably don't want it. And I think a lot of people in the home business arena and work from home group don't quite understand that you've got to make sure you don't buy a job. Because you can be just as long sitting at home doing all the work that you're doing and you're accountable putting pressure on yourself. So make sure you own your, deci your decisions. And I think this, this number five is a good one. Push past your limiting beliefs. Now, this is when you start a, a home business, there's so many people who know everything, but no one can actually tell you how to make a profit in that business. There's so many little things you've got to learn. Now, there's numerous home businesses you can buy that they keep selling you the training. Well, they're not in the business of making money out of the business, they're in the business of training. So you've got to be careful which one you choose. In relation to our home business, training is su supplied, but it's in the form of a subscription. So you pay for it each month. It works out to be $152 US a month of continual training. But that's what it it costs you that. 
Now you can turn it on or you don't have to subscribe to bring it back on, but then whatever you miss out of a training call could be the very thing you need to build your business. Now, I started off before I was working with this company 12 years ago, I worked with Amway. Well, Amway, you use their training, but then you had to share it with everyone. So everyone was putting the same training out. And then when we did get great results, I then had to share it with everyone above me. And I realized that we were bringing in five or 6,000 a month. I was doing the work sharing with 30 people ahead of me. Then I got 300 bucks out of the whole deal. And I pretty soon learned that this uh, sort of uh, network marketing structure wasn't gonna be any good for me because no one below me was doing any work. And I was doing quite good work, so I realised that that's not the sort of business that I want. And when I left, they were terribly upset. And I said, well, no, that decision's mine. It's not a, you know, I would had to have had a downline of three or 4,000 people. So I didn't want that. So own your decisions. And when you're, when you're pushing past those limiting beliefs, You've got your little mind sitting there saying, you know, and people outside telling you who know nothing about the industry you're in or the business you're in or even the field of expertise that you're in. If you're pushing the boundaries and pushing those comfort zones, which again is another one of the, the articles for us, is there's a, there's a fear factor there. Will it work? Can I make it work? You need to be able to accept that that's coming to you all the time. Know it's coming, push past it. Uh, number six is um, set new standards for yourself. Now, there's benchmarks in our business that say, okay, once you've uh, reached 50,000 US dollars in a month, it's a very strategic club and it's quite, it's quite a rewarding club. Now, I haven't got into that club yet. I've been close about eight times, but I've never got in that club but it's still a benchmark. But then I looked at it and thought, well, what benchmark can I set myself? Can I make sure that I achieve a seven plan between Monday and Wednesday? So 21 people go through. Or can I make sure that I can, that come Friday when I go back to do some of my ag stuff, I've got a full free day and I've achieved the 30 people. Or can I grab another hour out of each day just to do a bit more marketing. So set standards that do it for you. It's like this, when I do my exercise now, so far for the last two weeks, we've lost 1.3, 1.3. Um, on the third week, I only lost one. Now I, I set a, a precedent that if I didn't make the 1.3 kilos, I would do three hills. Now kind of good cyclone Kimmy's running along here we don't have to do them now but I mean those three hills still have to be met because you've got to create a standard that's run by you and when you create your own standards you're then living authentically for you uh, I touched briefly on number seven work outside your comfort zone it is so easy just to hope everything works for you and you can, you know, if you look at some of the personal development industry uh, rhetoric, it all talks about, you know, meditate, it'll come to you, uh, put it in your mind, and envisage it, sit on it, 
you know, lay an egg on it. In my 12 years, that has never happened to me, and I've done that extensively. What has happened is you you hold a vision in your mind and you think about it and you build it, but you must put actions towards it. And the only way to do that is to get uncomfortable and get out and get a result. Because where comfort buggers you up is you only want to do what's easy. So you need to be able to make sure that you step past that. Um, number eight, lead yourself to victory. Now, I just had an interesting chat with Trisha, my partner, who didn't have a clue what that means. Now, if you've been in any sort of business and you've got some sort of result, but it's not good enough to be rewarded, or you've tried something long enough that you're getting a little bit, God, is this thing going to work? Well, there's no way that you can help someone else overcome their limiting belief on the business or themselves. So you've got to learn to lead yourself to victory. And, and I look at leading yourself to victory as calling yourself out on all your BS and pushing past it and getting the result. So that if, if I then revert back to what my team in the personal development industry, we have a, if you're doing a, a five pan consecutively, five days a week, seven, um, 90 day plan, 180 day plan, five people will get started in your organization. Now that's the plan. Now it's very easy sometimes, especially if you're on Facebook and, and or Google, and the marketing al algorithm changes that you just focus on, and we've seen it all across the world, especially in Australia, how they just put all of their marketing eggs into China. And when China flexed its muscles, all of a sudden Australian uh, wool, Australian beef, Australian wine, barley, all got caught up in the same example of what not to do in marketing. You must have a balanced approach that allows you to keep growing your market and that's the same thing with personal development you know I touched before that confidence was king for me to be able to build four very successful companies and and now build Northern Life so what parts of confidence if that's what you got out of it out of this business what parts are there who else wants confidence in their life is it a business owner? Is it someone who's sporting? Is it someone wanting to lose weight? Is it someone wanting to be a better public speaker? You know, we've got programs that can teach them how to create that confidence to come out of them. And I think that's where my niche is going to become. What four parts of confidence have I learned from, from me? Because if I've been able to do it, there's going to be someone else who has been able to do this, who wants to do the same thing. So you don't really have to reinvent the wheel and try and have the best slogan. It helps, but you really want to target those people who are driven and motivated to do better for themselves. And it's those words that attract the right audience. The conversation you have with those people is so in sync because you're the same. Now, I had a really interesting interview this morning with someone who is an executive in Canada um, and not at all a happy person, but has achieved some massive results. And her comment to me was, I just 
want to know that I can be happy being confident without having to destroy people. So that's going to be my next headline. Because I didn't have to look for that motivation or look for that headline. They gave it to me. And, and as a marketer, you've got to listen beyond what you want. You can't just sit there and say, I want to earn M7, I'll earn this so I can buy that and buy that and buy that. What are you actually, what are you contributing to people is the first question you should ask. And leading yourself to victory is when you can lead by example of how you've repaired yourself or taken yourself to a new level or created a new income just by stepping past all these 10 points, you've led yourself to victory. Because the job really isn't to lead someone else to victory. The job is to be the example of how to lead people to victory. Number nine is jump through all the hurdles. Now, if you're like me, I like cross country. <laughs> I do tend to think, look, I really don't want to have to go down that path. So I'll just cut that whole thing off and just cut the corner and jump the fence. And what happens is the hurdles are designed to test you. They're designed to see where you're at. It's a measurement of knowledge and how you handle it, or it's a measurement of application and, and it works out what you do with it. Now, when you miss the hurdles, yes, sometimes, like I've experienced, uh, you can miss the hurdles and then all of a sudden you're ahead of the others, but the very lesson you should have learned comes back to bite you the next time you don't want to deal with it. So make sure you look at those hurdles that are in your life and embrace them. And sometimes they're terrible, especially if it's, uh, and in the case of another bloke I rang this morning, and he said, well, my biggest hurdle is that I'm sick and tired of having no money. I seem to earn a lot of money, but there is never anything left. Again, another headline, because that's a real reason people come looking for our style of business. Big potential to earn once you learn how to embrace it and, and run it. But he also went on to say that um, I'm not afraid of work, but I'm sick of working so hard and I'm afraid that the work I'm doing isn't going to benefit me anyway. And I think that's another real example of how people are feeling. They know they've got to have a job and they now appreciate a job more than they ever have. Because for this period over COVID, it's become very unsettled. And now they've gone back to work to realise that there may be something better that they can start on a sideline. Something that they can grow into. And then, when they're ready, make the step. In those decisions, there's hurdles. Am I doing the right thing? You tend to go and ask closest friends who know nothing about the industry you're going into. But you need to have that hurdle so that you can say, well, look, no, I, I know what the business is about. One of the great things we do when we qualify people, we have a 90-minute presentation that we ask them to go through every minute of it. Now, those who don't go through every minute ultimately never get started. But the ones who are really dedicated and they're opening their mind to something new, they're the ones that go through everything. Most of the questions are answered in that 90-minute presentation. 
but there'll be just a few little ones that they have, which are mainly insecurities for them. Who's going to help me create this business, which is a big one. And I did a three-way call this morning with, that's the only question this lady had from Sydney. I'm hoping someone helps me when I get lost, which is what my role is. I'm a qualified M8, been in the business for 12 years. I can put you, I can listen to you first to see exactly what it is that stops you from moving forward or what fear, or what maybe, uh, maybe it's a, a limiting belief you have, which we all have, that I can pick up on and go, well, that's actually false. You've got to look at things a little bit more transparently. Now, the moment I explained how I was going to help her, she just said, okay, I'll get my money together. I'm so excited about getting started. Now, the conversation, and this really goes to my team, if your conversation when you're doing a three-way call is difficult and hard and oh, 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 and we've had plenty of them because we've, we've targeted the wrong people. When it becomes easy and fluent, you know that person is self-motivated. When it becomes hard and punchy, you know they want you to motivate them. Well, they're not the people we want. We want those who are self-driven. And those who want to jump through the hurdles. And that's what you've got to be able to do too. And finally, um, and this is probably more pushed at me because we've had some very good success with some of our other companies. And it's very easy to become a preacher. But this last one is don't be an expert, be credible. Be credible, get results. Whether it's in fitness, health, earning, or creating a team, or being available, or, or turning up at all the events. Just be credible to you and your business, or to you and your family. Again, all of these points are personal development points that we train on every day. We train on them all the time. There's nothing different about it. Andrew Simons, you know, put this plan together for a coach in, in Australia's most uh, exciting cricket side ever. And it was so simple. I thought, what a terrific plan. You know, I've got a big host of plans like I've done for my other companies of how we build them, what we do, and yada, yada, yada. But it can all be replaced with this point plan here. And being credible is not being credible to everyone else, it's being credible to you. And I think that's one of the hardest things you can be because it is so easy as an entrepreneur or a business owner to overstate the obvious or overstate the results. You need that little bit of a fix of ego to just rule you a little bit. You need to be able to sit back and say, you know what, am I credible to me? And this 10-point plan is more about how you're thinking and how you're reacting and what you are becoming. Now, some of you guys will, if you were to download the plan or write your own plan, will have a vastly different understanding of what one keep your mind clear means. You may have distractions that I don't have. And number two, keep your actions simple and your thoughts simple. You may not be in a position that is at all where things are simple, but you've got to learn how to do that. 
Number three, communicate your messages clearly. You may be like a person like me who, geez, I couldn't, I couldn't even read a script and I'm still bad at it. As soon as something puts in front of me and I have to read it out, the bloody lines keep moving. and <laughs> It's just a limiting belief that I've got to learn to accept and move past. But you could be a person like me who was scared of the phone, didn't want to talk, could never do a podcast. But you've got to learn to push yourself through it and get clear on your message. You know, one of the messages that, that I didn't know was that the business gave me confidence. Because there's so many things I do now that I didn't do. Show no fear in your decision making. Sometimes just someone to sign up, it's too hard. <laughs> they just panic, they just can't sign up. What happens if it fails or driven by fear? I was one of those. This business broke all the boundaries of everything. I didn't want to talk to people, I didn't want to sell anything, and I didn't really want to be one of those people. Well, I've become happy being one of those people who is confident in themselves to go and do what they want to do. So whatever the message is for you and whatever you want to get out of the business, it's one thing I say to everyone, every new distributor, in one of our training calls that you do with me, I want to find out what you're wanting. And that is your true message for the business. What is it that you offer? I'll give you a really good example. Handy Hay is one of our companies. Now, it's currently going through a, a really interesting stage. We're a small bale niche market hay company. Now, what we decided was we'd package hay differently. So we can, we can send hay and shipping containers all around the world. And it's just handy. We have a hay bale that you can walk through the door. Normally, where before you'd have to turn them on their side and then screw through, but we've compressed it enough to do that. We have what we call hay biscuit pellets. That is the same value as half a bale of hay. So they just tip it in a feeder and they feed everyone. Now, everyone told me it wouldn't work, but we've kept that message and all of a sudden it's just boom because it takes all of the worry of people having to work out how much they have to feed their horse or, the, or their cattle or their sheep or, because they just tip it in. So keep it clear and keep hold of what your vision is. And um, number four, push, um, keep your, uh, show no fear in what, you, what your decisions are. Number five was push past limiting beliefs. We've all got those. Uh, number six, set the new standards for yourself and only you know what standard you want. We can give you an idea, but you know the standard you want for yourself. Work outside your comfort zone because that's where the money is. If you still stay within the job where everything's structured and you know that nothing really can get shoved around, don't expect to have any more. Don't expect to be earning two, three, four hundred thousand a year because to earn that you have to push the boundaries. Um, lead yourself to victory. We spoke extensively on that. And number nine is jump through all the hurdles and they're your own too. Sometimes if you're like me, in this business alone I created many hurdles that it weren't even there. So just be prepared to jump and run over them or flatten them. And finally, don't be an expert, be credible for what you do. 
And I think that's the key to every business. It's the key to authenticity on our business. Are you who you are? You know, I've known some of the leaders in this company for 12 years. Shane and Rachel have known, Greg, uh, Leanne and Simon, uh, all of those guys. And they are the same people they were the day that I met them. Probably better. But they've had the same message and the same vision. And that's what I hope to create for myself. And I help other people create that. So that's our, that's our podcast, a bit longer than normal today, but I wanted to be clear that sometimes you can overcomplicate a business plan, and I'm pretty good at that. So maybe you should look at your own 10-point plan. For you, what keeps you grounded every day? What keeps you alive every day and in the direction of where you're going? And anyone who's looking for a boost of confidence, well, you just know where to go. Give us a cooey, head over to Northern Life. Now, there's a link on the Facebook page where you can download the free version of one of our programs. Have a look at it, test it out, play with it. It could be the very thing that gives you the confidence that you're after. Have an amazing week and we'll catch you somewhere in the North.